Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Destroy every egg-laying, chest-bursting, acid-spitting alien on the planet, or this nightmare will never end. Alien 3 on Super NES from LJN. Oh, Ooh, LJN, that means quality. Yeah, it does. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Play Retro. I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts. And today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Welcome to the first show of the uh, year. I don't remember there being more than one a- uh, alien in the Alien 3 movie. However, uh, you know what might make a good video game? How about one with a whole bunch of them in it? Well, don't ask me. I didn't sign up for this chicken shit outfit. <laughs> Making callbacks to the movie. Uh-huh. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And do you hear a pinging sound? Yeah. I think it's coming from inside one of these dark air ducts of our spaceship. Hey, little buddy, what are you doing in there? Oh, I think he wants a hug. Oh. A blurg. Oh, oh he's going to want he wants to hug my face. Yeah. He's so adorbs. Just a face hugger. What's the problem? I know. Just a face hugger. And then he's going to pop up my chest later. It's going to be fantastic. It's a whole new relationship, my friend. Hold on a Humans. second. When we played Half-Life, did we call them face huggers in there, too? And was it just based on the Ooh. alien face hugger? Now that I you now know, that that's I've, a good question. Um, first time I all thought this of kind that. of yeah, that's all kind of uh, mixed together now. That's mm-hmm. a good question. Yeah. I'll have to do research. I was watching some uh, some Half Life video the other day, and one of them got on the dude's face, and I went or on, not Gordon's face, but one of the doctors in the early scenes of that game. And that's I right. went, I forgot about that. You're right. I went, yeah. oh, these are what are these? And I think we just called them face huggers. Are they called something else, Chad? I don't think so. I, think I don't think so. I, I mean, that's kind of a general term. Can you cap- copyright something that describes what something is actually literally doing? Uh, Hugging you, face? Let's see. You could call, oh, head crabs, they called them in Half-Life. That's oh, it. Oh, so you got me confused. You made, you yeah. made me also think that that was true. Yeah, that was, uh, um, uh, Noel, or what's his name? <laughs> the owner of Valve. I can't think of his name. The founder. No, uh, <laughs> Gabe. Uh, Gabe Newell. Gabe, Gabe Newell sitting around Newell. one day going, you know, we could call them face huggers, and they're like, uh, Mr. Newell, oh, we'll get sued uh, oh, Mr. by Fox. Oh, Mr. Newell. Mr. Newell, oh. we don't want to get uh, sued. Could we please call you something else? He's like, well, how about that thing I had a case of last summer? What would we call that, dear? Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, we call them head crabs. Head crabs. <laughs> I done had a case of the head crabs. Anyway. I don't <laughs> Got know a what, bad case of head crabs. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like your neighbor. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot to talk about, and I want to start things off by mentioning this. So when I got my Steam Deck back, one of the downsides of that was I didn't, I forgot to back up all my retro crap on it. Oh, no. That's Not right. a huge deal because all, I mean, it's save game. Saves were the biggest loss. Everything else, whatever, I can reload. 
Um, but I lost all my saves and that kind of annoyed me. However, uh, I was like, well, don't worry. It's coming back. I'll do this again. And this time I'm going to use the latest version of EMU deck because they've updated it. They've done some cool stuff with it. And now they include a bunch of homebrew, which I didn't know. Uh, yeah. when you do the install and you can still choose not to have it if you don't want to, but I did cause I love seeing that stuff. And there's a ton of cool stuff like Genesis <laughs> NES games, uh, GBA games, actually every category had some number of, uh, homebrew games in them, which I think you know is your homebrew homebrew is so good though, man. Some of them are awesome. It like is Xeno crisis game. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> so good. It really is good. But anyway, uh, so I redid that and it's all good. Now, uh, it's set up, and what game am I playing first? The one that I had the deepest save on, and I had to start all over with, Minish Cap. Legend of Zelda Minish oh, Cap. Oh, Minish Cap, yes. You t- you yeah. said that you might be playing that again, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's I was in the mood for that. Uh, get my Zelda on. It's one of my favorite Zelda games ever made, and I'm fine starting over. It's fine. I, I'm happy to play it again. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I also fired up like, Ristar. Do you remember like Ristar? This like my struggle, too. I've been... Go ahead. Oh, no. What are you going to say? Your struggle? I'll, I'll just say it sounds like my struggle, too. I've been trying to figure out a place where I can save all my saves across every retro system. Because I'm constantly jumping in and out of Retro Arch and uh, the Mr. FPGA and jumping around different places. And I would just like to, I need to figure out a way to do it more sensically. I just need to be able to have my saves everywhere. So I well, need to settle down with one platform or I need to figure out some way that it cross saves. Sure, I know there's some uh, cloudy, cloud based something that's possible because I read about it and there's a way to do it with EMU deck and you can set up it in, in its settings, but how that interfaces with other installs, I don't, I don't know. Cause really that's just retro arch anyway and emulation station. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. That's, that's part of my goal yeah. this year though, is to work on getting some completions and some games and stuff. And that's going to mean having consistent saves because I play in so many different areas and mm-hmm. places. So, yeah. And I also, I love, I mean, when I'm on my Mac, I use, I use EMU or open EMU a lot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really like that a lot. And uh, as far as I know, that thing's going to be the biggest problem. That's not going to share saves very easy. So I got to, I don't know, got to figure this stuff out. If anyone out there's had a bunch of experience in like kind of cross platform, for lack of a better term, save sharing across multiple installs of various emulation, you know, bits and bobs, we'd love bits to hear and from bobs. We need the bits and bobs, boy. Yeah, bits and bobs and the boy. Well, I mean, deal. okay, so somewhat I think you could do like retro, you can pl- install RetroArch on Steam. Yes. I, th- I think, but I don't know if the saves work like that in the cloud save. I don't, I don't think so. I well, I know they're not Steam cloud saves because it doesn't, I'm, I'm, I have it literally installed in, in Steam, but Steam doesn't do cloud saving with it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, right? There's liability in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's a way with, there's got to be a way, even if it's like simply like, uh, I don't know, some Linux folder on the, Proton end that yeah, links to Dropbox or, or cloud, some kind of cross platform yeah. cloud save Dropbox kind of solution or something. I don't know. It's gotta be. Gotta come up with something. Anyway, that's a thing, and I'm working on that. I also played Ristar, one of my favorite old Genesis oh, games. Yeah. You say Ristar, great. I say Ristar. So I, know. I, I, I'm not gonna argue with anybody, but yeah, that, that's just what I say. The problem Ristar. with the game is they never say it out loud, so I've only ever known yeah. it as Ristar because yeah. that's just what we called it. But that little mm-hmm. star bonking heads. That is an underrated so platformer, dude. It's so good. I love, I love it. It, the way he makes use of his arms yep. because he doesn't do like that other stupid game that I hate with the with the no hand with no arms, just the hands. Oh, uh, that Rayman uh, Ray thing. Man. You don't like that Rayman? Yeah, yeah, I don't like that thing. I still don't like it. No, I know you don't. You have those disembodied <laughs> hands and heads and legs and stuff. That's just not your jam. I get. Yeah, it. it's just not right, man. It's Something's not, not right. right. Yeah, but Ridstar or Rystar or whatever the hell you're gonna call it. 
Right. It's still fantastic, still a challenge, still fun. And I think there are two of them. Uh, one, I think there's a sequel, if I remember right. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of it's on Game Game Gear or something. But anyway, what, it, was, it was like this attempt to make another great platforming legacy that wasn't Sonic on the platform. And it just never took off for whatever reason. But it wasn't for gameplay. Gameplay is fantastic in there. So play it. It's a great game. Hey, Brian, uh, how's your Earthworm Jim? <laughs> this is not a euphemism. You actually have. It's not. So yeah. I actually was going to show you my Earth. So I 3D printed uh, an Earthworm Jim. So I'm going to show you a couple of things. I've been doing some 3D printing. If you've, if you've been listening to me, any, right. I'm just some probably annoying people. It's like, yeah, we get it, Brian. You're 3D printing. So I printed the I printed this. This is what's called a uh, uh, is he Lucky 13, I think is what he's called. So he's an armature that you can print off on. I think it's printables.com. Uh, and so he's he's an armature, but he's got this skin on the outside. And these people, a bunch of people, have made remixes. And I put a link in the uh, in the show notes right next to my little uh, my little thing there under picks. Oh yeah, printables.com. So if you go there, I started printing out my earthworm Jim, but he just fell apart in my hands. Literally, it was the skin for it. And mm-hmm. all you do is you just put it on the outside. My gun did it survive at least. Um, but that little earthworm gem, that's what I'm working on now. I'm, I'm taking that Lucky 13, and someone made what's called a remix, uh, where they replace the skin with an earthworm gem. Uh, so I'm pretty stoked about this. It's, it's, it's fully posable. It's an armature, uh, so and it sticks pretty good in place. And is he's it, got like uh, a little display stand. Is it? Um, uh, so you? That's interesting. So the model changes though, right? The model you're printing from, like. The head's so, obviously different, right? So there's a there's an armature underlayer that has all the the motion and you know how you can mm-hmm. you know, pose them and all of that. But then there's these pieces that wrap around it that click into place, mm. and so you just make your model outside of that, and you use the hinges and and you know the clips and stuff to clip them on to the different characters. The head is actually what's considered a skin and you can replace the whole head, but the rest of the body, like you can, you can replace this chest plate outside the armature and everything. And so you get this nice little earthworm gem, which is perfect for, uh, for this type of, uh, this style of, of armature. That's cool. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I yeah. think it's pretty excellent. It I, cool. and I, 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 I know we're going to do earthworm gem this year and I want to have my earthworm gem game on point before yeah. we do. Yeah. Oh Yeah. We got to talk. We have to talk about that series. There was a yeah. time where that was like considered the greatest damn thing ever, and everybody lost their minds over it. So good, yeah. And I'm not. I'm still a little unsure why. I think I, I still. Good, I but. still like it. I still find it to be a lot of fun. And I also printed, um, 3D printed this Xenomorph. Ooh, I was going to do this for this. Look week's at show. that. Okay, yeah, people, audio listeners, this thing is rad. It's like a black symbol it's like the curled up xenomorph it's awesome yeah that, that looks if great. you've seen the if you've seen the flexi rex that i talked about pr- previously it is what's called a print in place it's flat uh but you know it's three-dimensional it's, but it's, it's flat on the top and the bottoms and it is it is it's pretty cool because the tail rolls around it almost looks like like an embryo 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 is embryo yeah like embryo. Uh, yeah. inside of the, the the big queen mother these are well those are an egg yeah. i guess but yeah william fake form this looks yeah. like a real xenomorph and his tail flexes a little bit but this one was real fragile i never could get it to work just right but i've i've only seen uh, the guy who did this particular model only like uh only a couple of people have printed it out, so I'm not not too surprised to have a lot of luck. I'm gonna have a little bit of experimenting to mm. do, but I think he looks really cool. And I may just like glue him to a a round 3D plate or something and just use him for for cool factor because I like him. I like him. I he's like cool. him too. I don't think you should be. You should never be ashamed of that thing. That, that, that no, looks awesome. I'm not ashamed of him. He's cool. Wear it around your neck. 
All right. I'm going to wear it around my neck like I like I killed it. All right. <laughs> That's a great idea. Destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy it. You know what else is a good idea? Is uh, talking about our main game coverage today. We are going to talk main about game. the original Alien uh, trilogy, Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3, but not in movie form. We're going to talk about what games sprung from them. And yes. you, you'd be surprised. Sprung forth like a chest burster <laughs> right out of the movies. Yeah. And some are bad and some are good. Mostly bad, but some good. I was going to say, most were bad. Most were bad. Um, Early on, especially, but uh, I don't know. Things got real good around three, uh, which is funny because it's considered the worst movie. Although I think in retrospect, three is way, way cooler than people give it credit for uh, as a film. But anyway, we're not here to uh, critique that film. If you ever want to hear us do that for real, you can listen to an old film psych episode where we talk about three. Should I I be like the opposite side of that and go, no, Scott, you just don't understand. Three is bad. Three is great. It's fine. It's a space is prison. Always fine. It's a space prison. There's nothing wrong. Well, well it's like this. It will just real quick. I'll just say it. If you had seen Alien 3 when it came out, you might have been upset because your expectations were one thing because the, the part two left you in a certain position. But now many years later, it's not as important. We've seen everything else come and go. So, I mean, it, mm. it, in context, it's not important. I, I kind of agree. It was a thing of its time and its and its ferocity of fandom was also of its yeah. time. Uh, but I will tell you what happened first with aliens was this horrible thing. <laughs> now, you think that sounds bad? Wait till you get to this part. Listen to this. Yeah. What you're listening there uh, to is Alien, the game on the 2600. The and, very uh, first Alien game very from first 1982. Game. 82. Here's what they did. They made a Pac-Man clone. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only that, I mean, literally, there's like glowing dots you eat that uh, that you then go eat one of the ghosts who have now turned blue ghosts. I'm sorry, xenomorphs who have now turned blue so you can eat them. And then you try to clear the level. And then there's like a bonus level that plays like Frogger, which you're now watching. And it's just you dodging xenomorphs, which I guess that's what these are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, they're actually. I like these xenomorphs. They're hilarious. They they look like they got. They're mostly mouth, which I guess xenomorphs kind of are. And it's just like these big open mouths. They're all colorful, little neon colors, like you would see with Pac Man. There's only four aliens, uh, and instead of dots, you're it's you're picking up eggs. Apparently, we're not yeah, really picking them up. You're destroying them by by walking over them. I suppose yeah. in, in a maze. This is Ri- Ripley shape. inserting every egg into her various orifices as she runs around. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yep. Got it. Got, got one. Okay. There's another one. Okay. And they're also colored like, you know, this is how you, I don't know if they have names, but these are colored like Pinky, Blinky, Clyde, and whatever. <laughs> they are. Um, it's real dumb. Uh, it is. And I, well, it's dumb to look at. And I was a little, I was like, oh, what is this crap? Tastic crap. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's kind of fun for about 10 minutes. It really is kind of fun for about 10 minutes playing this this Pac-Man because it's for the Atari 2600, if you remember the Pac-Man on that, it was like uh, the, the it had multi-screens kind mm-hmm. of thing because it didn't fit all the maze on one screen. This one is just a single screen maze and it only has three ghosts to kind of accommodate for the fact that it would be super crowded with four, uh, four xenomorphs. Uh, and just on the surface, it's not too bad. You pick up pulsars instead of uh, in, instead of the uh, a power pills, and you get to use uh, a flamethrower, which is interesting in how it uh, either stalls out or reverses course for the aliens uh, that are coming at you. So 
is like I said, it's fun for about 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll and give you, it that. I tried it for about 10. Yeah. And, it and you, you was, probably was like, that's enough. It was okay. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to, you know what? I think it's better than the Pac-Man, the actual mm-hmm. Pac-Man game on 2600. Agreed. Agreed. Which is a real, <laughs> that sounds crazy, but it's true. <laughs> it's okay. Except for the, the Frogger part, I was really disappointed that it wasn't more like the real Frogger. You know, it's just, it's all about uh, uh, collecting points and you're mm-hmm. trying to get across the uh, the Xenomorph road yep. uh, to get to the to the object at the end so you can get some points. Yep. But you only can go in a straight line. You yep. can't like, you can't come back down. You can't like go across or anything, which no. was that. That's the most disappointing part. That's unfortunate. Um, the and the I don't know. There's just an, there was an opportunity here to go further with it. They only went as far as they had to go. Yeah, and, and it's fine. Boy, what a blinky mess all those dots are, though. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Oh, they're just and they're not. They're they're funny because they're not like you know how everything is perfectly in line in Pac-Man with the dots. The dots are kind of like. They're not right, really in a straight line. They're kind of like zigzagged almost, mm-hmm. even though you're walking straight and picking them up straight. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But then things got a little weird, all right? <laughs> Weirder. Com- Com- <laughs> Commodore 64 comes along. Uh, this is 1986, so Aliens is out yeah. now. Um, and, the, you know, it's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a force to be reckoned with. And that sounds like this. There's that cool 664 sound chip again. Yeah, this is the aliens, not the alien from 1984. Right. The right. Or anyway, that's kind of what that sounded like. Uh, the important bit here is that it is short. Yeah. But kind of okay. Uh, it's basically six mini games that make up yeah. an entire game. Feels like a lot of C64 games, if I'm honest. They all kind of did this. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of smaller developers who made these 664 games, and they were just, you know, they just, we would call it shovelware pretty much now. Um, it, yeah. had us, it had its moments. Uh, I did play this in a good bit, uh, believe it or not, because of the first minigame um, is recaps. Th- this this Commodore 64 game recaps the very first part, like the first part of the Aliens uh, movie. Uh, and it's all about you hearing the story about what happened to Ripley and what's going on on the planet. And then you have this, you have this, this drop where you got to, you, you know, remember the part where they all drop down yeah, yeah. Uh, to the planet. So you got to do this, this whole ring drop thing where you got to, you got to guide your uh, ship through these rings and it's infuriating, but it's also kind of fun. Yeah. It's not to, bad. To do some of these mini games. There's also this yeah. weird little, I'll pause it for a second for those watching live, but there's this little scene where Ripley's talking to the crew. So back here somewhere is Vasquez. Oh, that's her right there, I guess. Her arm's yeah. weird. Uh, you got Napone over here in the back. I'm sure uh, Hicks and them are there. You can't really tell. It's kind of terrible. But she says, I'll just, let you. Just imagine 8-bit computer graphics showing yeah. uh, a, an actual scene from the movie. It really is pretty much one-to-one a movie scene. Yeah, 100%. Um, here, here's yeah. a shot of that drop. Let's see if I can show people this. So oh, the drop is it's it's pretty. It was, it's 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 awesome because it's kind of fast. You don't always get fast games on Commodore 64, and it is it is just it looks three dimensional, even though it's not. Jeez, um, seizure warning! Sorry, everybody at home. Look at the blinking yeah. on this thing. Jeez, yeah, Louise. <laughs> um, that's because if if you do good, I think you stay. So you got a uh, you got your. Uh, your how you're doing line on the right hand side it's like green yellow red mm-hmm. and if you miss enough of the rings 
uh, your ship will start shaking and flashing, and you'll and you'll just die. Yeah, and have to start over again. Yeah, it's actually yeah. not a bad experience. This right here, I kind of enjoyed this. No, this is uh, kind of fun. Yeah, it I think stupid, it played. I loved it. You know, I was thinking about it while I was playing it. I played it on a like a SNES controller. Uh, right. I don't feel like this would have felt as good on those weird controllers you had on the C64. That would have been. Yeah, rough. I I played it with the. I just had the uh, the Xbox controller and it was. I used the analog stick and it, it worked okay. Yeah. I was using Vice as the emulator, so it was. It it, it operated fine. Uh, something else I noted, but I know I talked about this already. Um, but I, it, you just reminded me of something. I was messing with the EMU deck, uh, the latest build, right. and the game didn't at least when i was using it before unless i did something wrong which is entirely possible but it wouldn't support analog sticks in in like old games it just didn't do it and i was like oh that's fine they were all d-pads whatever it supports it now so all the games i can roll around with my analog stick and some of them are good like minish cap plays wonderfully with the analog stick yeah yeah uh and I don't know what changed there. Those guys are awesome. I wonder if, they keep updating. Yeah, I wonder thing. if the default. I wonder if the default was not to use it because I, I mine definitely has it, but I may have tweaked some stuff. I yeah, I, that's and like I, I say, I stuff. may have missed an option that I clicked right. on and didn't even know I did it. Anyway, this game is at least interesting. Um, I like this stuff where she's running around shooting, right? Uh, because it shows the screens of the other of the other uh, Marines, and you don't know who's dead or who's not dead yet, and all that. I think that's a kind of a nice touch. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's an amb- put, it's weirdly ambitious, but also kind of at the end of the day, it's not greater than it's the sum of its parts. It's just kind of okay. I find it. This one kind of cracked me up because first of all, it's called Aliens Dash the Computer Game. The computer. Uh, in case game. you did, yeah, in case you didn't know what it was, uh, and then the UK they released it after they released in the US, and I think it's something like uh, Aliens the Computer Game. Uh, U.S. or something. It's like it gets really long. They keep getting very specific because there was actually a U.K. game for Aliens, I think, that was out at about the same time that we did not. Oh, we uh, never got here, eh? That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Never got here, eh? Yeah. But But it's still not like Blockbuster break down the house. Oh, my gosh, what an amazing game. Like, it's okay. No. It was a good good weekend uh, with your Commodore 64 getting to see these Xenomorphs in their 8-bit PC computer form that, you know, they're they're pretty hilarious. Yeah, I like that they're all walking up right like they're dudes. <laughs> yeah, know? they're dudes. They're yeah. just like, hello, we are we have come to to kill you. Hello, we would like to have an exchange of thought and idea if you don't mind. <laughs> anyway, it's cool uh, and worth checking out. Now let's talk about the one that I put the most quarters in because it was in the damn arcade and it was this. Yeah. Aliens. Oh, sorry, to get to hear this part. Aliens. Aliens. If that doesn't sound like an arcade game, I don't know what does. This uh, is killing it, man. I don't you love, love this? The Aliens, Aliens arcade Aliens. game. Aliens. What is, why is this voice like this? Aliens. I hate it. I love it. I hate it. It's like, hey, Aliens. hey, what's that they light in the sky? Attention. Hey, Bill, what do you see in the sky? Aliens. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it must be Aliens. Hey, who probed your butt? Aliens. Oh, man. <laughs> You were probed by aliens? Aliens. Okay, I'll be playing that now. Freaking hate it. But anyway, I love it. The game is great. Very fun. Yeah. Side scrolling. I mean, it's like all those games then, right? What was the year? 90? Yeah. 1990? 90. This was the same year that you would have went and played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it was side scrolling. Uh, there was an onslaught of aliens. It was, like I said, it was side scrolling, but it was also a rail shooter. So you would have a, a mix of you would, you would go along a little bit. Uh, and you keep trying to chase down. I, I love these games because they always had 
one of the characters on screen that you are basically trying to rescue from the bad guys. In this case, it was Newt, which was true to the movie as well. Uh, and she's like constantly, uh, it, you know, trying to escape at the end of each level. She's, she's like, always oh, no, like, help she's me. like, she's always in a hole somewhere, and and you're yeah, always yeah. getting her out. It's a little, yeah, it's a little hand wavy on as to why that's happening. But uh, also, you fight like she just beat a boss that doesn't appear in the movie at all. I don't know what the hell that thing was. Some kind of long. Yeah, back, I, uh, I do like it. It's one of those. It's very contra, right? It, it you you go you do some side scrolling for a little bit, and the next thing you know, you got this rail shooter thing going on. That that. That first boss is creepy. It's got that long, weird mm-hmm. neck coming at you. Yep. Oh, it's so creepy. This is multiplayer, right? Couldn't you have at least two play- people two. in this? There's there's two players. I was I, I really wish there was more, but there was only uh two players and Ripley gets her she's she's got her uh she's got her, her rifle. I mean I'm sorry, her lo- rocket launcher right now, but she she really shines when she gets that uh, uh flamethrower, in my yeah. opinion. I like the flamethrower. And it was the bit. second best selling arcade game after Mutant or Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah. Of that year, so it did. It did business. Did good. Yeah. Freaking uh, Konami. It's a cool game. Yeah. I think Konami was making. I mean, they were in charge of all this shit now, right? Yeah, who who yeah. made this one though? This isn't them. Oh, it is Konami. I. Is yeah. It? Oh, it is right? them. I I mixed them up with somebody else. I didn't realize they also made this game. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So back then it was like, hey, it's the '90s, and the guy says, the yeah, 90s. it is. What, what's your what's your problem? I think What's we should problem? hire Konami for all the things that are in arcades forever. And <laughs> we Konami do it said forever okay. is is so hot. But yeah, like uh, the, the chat room points out, it's got a little bit of the elevator action going on, uh, where you're like you're trying to protect the elevator as you're going down, and the xenomorphs are jumping on top. By the way, the xenomorphs are very colorful. Pink. They're like they're pinks and purples, and they're very bright. It's very arcade. Everything is loud and bright and colorful. And explosive, and I freaking love it. What do you think of this uh, this Rolly Ball alien? I wish that I, was I the love the Rolly Ball. It's it's before the uh, the droids in in Star Wars Episode One came along, right? So yeah, yeah. you got your little you got your little Metroid looking Rolly Ball uh, alien. He looks more like a. Where I look at him, the less I like him, though. He looks more and more like uh, an armadillo. <laughs> yeah, he does because it's all shell <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, he's all shell, and he's got the tail, and it kind of curls underneath him. I don't like it. I'll tell you what I like about it. I like that this is an example of an IP where the developers don't feel too precious about making it all perfect. They can get weird. Yeah. Like this has yeah. zombies in it. Look at this. That's yeah. a zombie up zombie there with a gun. Why not? Yeah. Why Why not? I guess. Have some zombies. Here's some more. Let's get them out. There's some, <laughs> you know oh, what? Look aliens at the, the movie needed? <laughs> zombies. <laughs> it needed some zombies. I mean, it was just part of the place we never got to see. That's how you have to look yeah. at it. Yeah, you know, while while Bishop is uh, circling around the place, really there was zombies. Right, and making us making us nervous. Thanks a lot, Bishop. Just come pick us up, Dagummit. Yeah, I was trying to save the show. Oh, shut up! Just come on. Yeah, shut up. I'm Bishop. But oh anyway. man, and then there's a boss fight here too. And if it goes far enough, but oh my god, that this thing is just cranked up to. So everything we had seen up to this point was kind of like. Here's a little alien, you know, alien game, and we're kind of timid about everything going on here. And then, and then comes along this thing, and it's like loud and super bombs and everything else. Man, it's amazing. Yeah, and it was designed to eat your quarters, so it was hard. Yeah, it was difficult. There's a lot of stuff on screen at once. Maybe a little unfair, you might say. She gets it. Oh yeah, I forgot. She gets to get into the big loader. Uh, yeah, she gets in thing. the uh, oh, there she in goes. the loader, which is that exoskeleton forklift thing. Yeah, love it. Where she goes, yeah. get over here, bitch, or whatever she does. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not what it is, is it? That's Mortal Kombat. What am I thinking of? No, but I love your in- interpretation of it. I also don't remember. I do, oh, I am starting to remember this part. This is the part where those stupid walls come down, and you can't get through there because you got the big old giant exoskeleton suit, and it's so frustrating. Yeah, I, those are. That oh. thing was awkward, but it was great. Great quarter muncher. Yeah. great game. Uh, yeah. con- congratulations to Konami for actually making the first good Aliens game. Yeah, you everything know? up until then was kind of. It was kind of more like, uh, like I said, they were just kind of timid with the whole thing. I'm like, you don't need to be timid. You need, you need to bring a game. Yeah, you bring your A game. game. Now, speaking of A game, they forgot about A game with Alien 3 for a while. <laughs> okay, I'm going to share with you. So this, I'm going to show you Game Gear footage. It is basically the same as the as the NES footage. All right, it's not that different. They're both right. 8-bit, 8-bit kind of, you know. Uh, yeah. It's the same game, basically. Same game, yeah. Um, I actually kind of like the Game Gear game. I think it fits well for a small screen. I think it's way too mazy, though, and you don't know where the hell you are, and there's no map. Freaking hate that. Yeah. Um, but This is like the Metroid you don't like. Yeah. Right? With the, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Here's some, here's some sound from it. You know, 8-bit is hell, super scratchy, all 80 or double A's working hard to get this game going. Um, but I didn't like all the maze stuff, like going into vents and then trying to find your way around those vents. It got real tedious real quick. But overall, I, uh, when you're out yeah. in the open, I actually think the Game Gear game has some advantages, certainly over the the Genesis game, which we'll get to in a minute, because right. that's an abomination, that thing. What the frick were I, they doing? I, I disagree. I, I won't say it's great, but I got to say that I, I kind of liked, because I feel like I'm just... This felt more like an arcade game, somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's a lot of it, there's you just you just memorize things and you just keep going back through, uh, and you just try to get perfect timing because this is all time based. Uh, most of the missions are time based, so you just gotta you just gotta you, you gotta do better this time than you did last time and keep enough energy or health uh, to rescue the prisoners and and complete your missions and things. Uh, but couldn't so she, I, could I, she look stupider than she is in this Genesis footage? Look at this chat room. Look now, at this. this is this is this is Alien Three we're talking about here. So so Ripley now has shaved her head, and this was both probably a boon and also a trouble for all these game developers because you know is she's it's a bald headed character and it's kind of hard to capture the the, the essence. Mm-hmm. This of, looks like the, uh, the, an army uh, brute of some sort, girl. You know? Yeah, yeah. Although this again, the Genesis version, this looks barely like a person. Like I, it's a carrot or something. It's wrong. <laughs> it's just so ugly. This is such an ugly game. And I and I'm I, not look. I'm not saying it doesn't play well enough or any of that. I'm just right. saying like even the music. Listen to this. This is terrible. Here here's the here's that one. Where's where is it? Okay, this is fine. This. What are we, Jungle Cruise USA here? (laughs) It's terrible, man. That's not aliens. That's freaking terrible. That's Donkey Kong's about to come around the corner and go, and you got to go save uh, Stupid Kong. Yeah. I couldn't decide because uh, I, I don't know. Since I had to play it over and over again, that music just kind of disappeared on me. Um, so I don't, I did, I noticed the th- same thing when I first started playing it. But after I played it for a while, it just kind of disappeared on me, which is probably a good thing. Mm. I needed it probably to disappear playing it over and over again. So 
It's obnoxious. I, I can't say. Very obnoxious music. Yeah. Um, I won't say it's a good game. I won't say it's a great game. I I don't know if I can say it's a good game. It's there's there's fun to be had. How about that? There's fun to be had in this game. It's passable. Uh, this would have been passable. more I could have seen this uh you, you put this out 10 years prior in an arcade would have been the greatest right. thing you ever saw. Yeah, it uh, would, it's definitely more of an arcade game if I spent if I spent $24 or 20 <laughs> Hey, let Xenomorph just come flying by. Yeah, that, all damage this game too. Oh, that that's the other thing. Can we just mention this real quick since we're talking about three? Three had one yeah. alien. That was the whole point of three. Three did not have multiple right. aliens. They tried to get others to come, and they almost did before Ripley went into the drink, the hot drink. Right. But right, not drink the hot drink. But hot she stank. the uh, the the in this game in all the Alien Three games, including the good one, which we'll talk we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Um, they all feature non-stop aliens they're everywhere yeah, yeah. so the all of them took liberty that way because here's the truth the idea of one alien or yeah one alien haunting everybody throughout the yeah. entire film uh or sorry the entire game would have been difficult until our future which we live in now in 2014's alien isolation that is what right. the game is it's one alien yeah and you're all trying to deal with it, and it is brilliant. It's incredible. Yeah. But we needed a bunch had, of innovation, innovations before we'd get there. You know, yeah, that would only be good if it was a stealth game, like kind of right. That that would make more sense to have right. one alien a stealth. But yeah, if you these levels would be pretty boring if you didn't have something to shoot. Yeah, uh, you're right. But I, <laughs> I like I said, I I I kind of like it. It's not the worst thing I've ever experienced, and at the right price, it would definitely be. But I wouldn't say this is this is like a half price game. You know what I mean? Like if it came out is half the price of a lot of these fifty or sixty dollar games for the Genesis, I would have been fine. Yeah, that would have been I'd okay. Be you're you're actually yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. But here's the biggest problem it was up against. Uh and it's this right here. You mean a good game? A good game. So that's the opening music to uh the game Alien Three on the Super Nintendo, a completely different development. Than yeah. any of these other two or three or however many. Yeah, well, what they had like for the Sega Master System, the NES, the Genesis, the Game Gear all had pretty much the same game with different scaling, a little bit different levels, but for the most part, all the same game mechanics and, and stylings. Uh, and but then Alien 3 SNES was like, nope, we're doing something like, different. Nope, we're gonna give her the longest jump of all time. I um, yeah, I she's love a the superhero. Jump. jump is amazing. We're going to let her switch between weapons. We're going to let her, uh, we're going to give her missions that she can choose and then accomplish before she does other missions. So there's almost like a non linearity to how you handle, how you tackle yeah. missions. Oh, look at those backgrounds, too. Backgrounds are beautiful. The animations look great. It's a way, it's by far a superior looking game. Yeah. And the sound is better. The music's better. The tone of it feels like an aliens thing. It's actually kind of scary. Um, yeah there's uh it's difficult dying sucks like it's it's a very good this is a good video game and a lot of lists i looked at were like 17th best snes game ever or whatever yeah, it's in the yeah. top 100 for everybody it blew my mind i had never played this version i'd only played a little bit of the genesis version and was always like okay it's all right yeah. uh but this i put this on this is the first game that has gone on my 2023 must complete list and this is a brutally hard game uh but i feel like it's really worth it i feel well rewarded every time i played this game over the weekend it, mm -hmm. it was amazing yeah it's a fantastic game and worthy of playing even today yeah uh, i love the, i love the terminals you go you approach terminals and you get to choose your missions and it's a little confusing at first 
to understand what you're supposed to do because there's a lot going on. When you first start, you may not even notice the terminals. Matter of fact, I didn't even notice the terminals. I'd walk past the terminals. I felt like I was in a game. It's kind of like the overworld part. Yeah. Uh, that's in the main uh, sector 12 or whatever, in the main hallways and things. Uh, and then if you approach the terminals, it'll tell you, oh, here's a mission where you can rescue uh, other, uh, other prisoners. Uh, and it'll, then it'll give you the option to look at the blueprints of the, of the facility. And you can dig down through the, uh, the blueprint facilities into different rooms because there's like rooms and then sub rooms of those rooms. So just because it says you got to rescue some people in cell block four, that may not be where you have to go first. You might have to go to the med bay first, then get to cell block four. Um, I know it's not exactly accurate, but you got to right. do all that. And and there's a good balance of of getting health and getting weapons. You get flamethrowers. You got pickups for uh, bullets and stuff. And mm-hmm. just a well designed game. Good levels. I'm with you though. The 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 crazy long jumps are, are a little bit silly. They're a but, bit much, but I also kind of like the intensity of them. It's like, am I going to make yeah. this? Oh my gosh, I am going to make this jump. This feels right. great. Like there's something and at this about point, that. Um, at this point, this kind of sticks with the story because uh, Sigourney Weaver's character is imbued with a little bit of supernatural powers because she's carrying the alien baby, right? Spoiler. Uh, so I think, didn't they allude to that somewhat in the movie? I'm trying to remember. Uh, not in three. Three, well, other than she had, other than we, we knew she was the carrying aliens, it at some The point. aliens weren't attacking her. Oh, that's right. That's right. She was pregnant. That's right. I thought and this one, in this one, they're attacking her like crazy. They're like, "Hey, right, right." What you're thinking yeah, about is four. Shit. In four, she she had she had she was half alien. She had she alien DNA. Right. She yeah. was a clone of, of former Ridley Rip Ridley Ripley Ridley Ridley um, Scott. Combined, <laughs> yeah, combined with uh, the the DNA of the alien, and as that as a result, she had super strength. She could like her yeah. blood was acid on if she bled, it would like bleed through the floor, burn through the floor and all that. Yes. So, yeah. I kind of like four. I'm not a hater on four. I have a good time. I, with it. There's never been, I, I like, I like every alien movie and including the Prometheus stuff. I love all of it and you can hate me for it. Don't care. Love all of it. It's just a guilty pleasure of mine. I can admit that some are not as good as others. It's That's fine. not a problem. It's fine. But uh, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. There's, I like all of them. I, I will. I will spend any Saturday afternoon watching any Prometheus or Alien movie. Yeah. Right now. Zero, zero issues. I could watch all four yeah. in a row and the new ones. I love Prometheus and I love Covenant. Yeah. I like it all. Well, Whatever. Covenant's go good. Yeah. Covenant's great. I, heard, I right. hope David's good, which is still, I think, in production. But like I said, I have a. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I'm. I probably have Rosie goggles on or whatever they are as some alien goggles on. i probably have a chest burster in my chest right now that's probably telling me to love all this stuff yeah because eventually you're gonna go at breakfast and your family's gonna have to figure out what to do with you (laughs) you'll be like what what was his name in that uh yeah uh just i can't john hurt's character i can't think of his name uh 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 uh, B- uh brad no it's not Brad. it's something like that though it's like something um basic yeah, Shit. something basic. He's a basic Brad. He's Chat. a basic Brad. We're going to call him a Bishop. basic Brad. Not Bishop, everybody. We're talking the first movie, Guy with the Chestburster. John Hurt played Guy the character. Guy with the Chestburster. Yeah, John Hurt. What was that? What was his name? Came, uh, came back, was really hungry. <laughs> heartburn. He, <came> back. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was really his hungry was at heartburn. breakfast, and he was like, oh, man, I got to eat. And he was voracious about <laughs> eating, and then suddenly he was like, and lost it, and then the thing came out. It's famous, man. 1978, or it's nine. Yeah. Whatever. Chop Check lifter. it out, man. There's a lot more famous than that Pac-Man clone that Atari put out. Whatever. That's the truth. What a piece of shit. Don't <laughs> like that thing. 
Kane, was that it? Does that sound right? Kane. No, I think, Kane. Is that right? Is it Kane? K- oh, it might be Christ. Kane. It's definitely not sound like Brad. It's, this is just this is just reminding me that it has been too long since I broke out my steel box version of the Aliens series and went through it. Yeah. And, and yeah. Ash, Ash was the synthetic. Kane was the guy. They're right. They have it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Our chat Nailed smart. It. Nailed it. Anyway, that was the thing, and it was great, and I highly, highly recommend uh, that version of Alien 3. The rest, yeah, it's worth if experimenting with, like Brian said, just to see it. Yeah. But if you can spend money like on an old cart somewhere, get the SNES yeah. game. It's a better game. I was, if you want to be impressed, if, you were, if you've been going, oh, I've been looking for a good Sega Master System game, actually a pretty darn good it's yeah it kind of blew me away that that the 8-bit version console versions of alien 3 were as good as they were they were were pretty darn good considering what's still crazy to me is they were still they were still printing and publishing uh master system games in 1992 or three crazy that blows my mind yeah i think was that when i was that when the one just came out in europe and in brazil I th- I'm not sure. I can't remember. Anyway, I oh, enjoyed it. I played right. that one a good well, bit. Well, there you, there you go. Go check that one out. Uh, that's why we spent so much time on that one. But now, mm-hmm. get ready, because the Game Boy has something to say. And it decides to say it in a very different way. Uh, here's a Oh, I don't have any. Oh, yeah, I do. Whoops. Why is it so quiet? Here so as you can it's hard to tell but this is all about and uh and uh it is uh well it's what you think it's it's aliens um but it's it's a top down top down weird thing i it's weird i hardly see any aliens in it it's mostly just like walking around looking at shit it's very weird so so, right so this is an exploration game and you're right when you first start uh, there's really no, not really many aliens. You're on a prison. Uh, you know, you're on that prison planet still. We're aliens. Um, and so when it first starts, you don't. You wake up in the in the uh, hospital, and uh, there's not really any aliens. But they slowly start uh, multiplying and coming out at, at, at the pod places, which you haven't gotten to yet. So it's actually a pretty smart game. Uh, only thing is, I had totally forgotten about these kind of game mechanics where. Uh, in order to pickups, you walk over near an object that you recognize as a pickup, and then you have to go into the select menu and you have to do a C and you look and it'll tell you what it is. Like it could be a data card or it could be, you know, like a like a rod or a rifle or a flamethrower. Uh, so it's a whole bunch of different things it could be. And then you pick that up and you have to equip it. At first, like I said, it's a slow start at first. No way aliens really to see, but that's good because you need time to go out and get equipped. So here's the aliens that are starting to show up. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Um, this crazy inventory. It's just full of shit. Like it, it seems is. like it's it seems like a game I would actually like to play, but yeah. I don't think I want to do it on this little postage stamp freaking Game Boy screen. You know? <laughs> it's I actually enjoyed it a lot. And what I did was okay, the first thing I gotta recommend is uh use the the pocket girl color scheme because that's amazing i still had it from last week barbie i still have my color palette on my gambat mm-hmm. uh, uh emulator for this uh, so it was fantastic all the aliens were like purples and pinks and stuff it's fantastic really it looked good eh i'm surprised it looked really good way better than this monochrome uh, black and white gray crap we're looking at right now that mm-hmm. this, that looks boring yeah it's pretty um, pretty lame it looks like you yeah. know it looks like uh Game and Watch or something. It's kind of what it reminds yeah. me of. But there's, you know, it's not just about shooting aliens. It's also about uh, solving environmental puzzles. 
uh, finding uh, data cards so you get to backtrack some so you can uh, get to certain areas uh, and you know it's it, you go find the eggs you got to destroy them so you and you're also your weapon pickups get stronger so the further away you get from the base uh, the 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 better weapons you pick up because there's going to be more aliens so it's kind of smart it's a smart little game really yeah it's got uh, ambition I respect it for that I just wish I mean here again we're, it wasn't this poop yeah it wasn't kind of poopy schmoopy but also just like once again we're seeing a thousand aliens where they. It yeah. just was one in that movie. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to. You, I, you definitely just have to turn your brain off and go, okay. Because there's like right now he's doing an environmental puzzle where he's got to. If you remember the fans, the big giant fans in the movie, you had to turn off certain parts of it so you can get through. Otherwise, you get blown away or get sucked in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I was actually kind of. I kind of. Kind of liked it. Yeah. I got it. Like I say, there's an ambition here that I respect. Um. Yeah. I actually think the environment art is kind of insane. It's all right. It's not bad. Is it, for a Game Boy, it's pretty freaking spectacular. The whole, I mean, that thing is, you look at that environment, man, that's a, that is a lot, a lot went into this game, man. Mm-hmm. A lot went into this game. More, more than I'm used to from a Game Boy game, I guess. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would say. Some ambition there. Uh, all right. There's other stuff. Now, one thing we haven't brought up, you guys probably noticed, we haven't brought up any of the AVP stuff, uh, Alien versus Predator games. They're, they have their fans. People are into those. Um, specifically, the Jaguar has a very popular AVP mm-hmm. game, I believe, if I remember right. Um, we're not really covering those. Not so much that they don't matter. Side. They're just not in the main line. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really talking about the original trilogy, so that's the reason we sort of stuck there. Um, yeah. But there are others worth mentioning. For example, uh, the Alien trilogy in 1996. This was a first-person shooter, basically a Doom clone. Mm-hmm. That was made by Probe. Probe was put in charge of a lot of the alien stuff. They did uh, yeah. other versions as well. They did um, that, and they also did the uh, uh, the Die Hard trilogy at about this time too. Oh, that was them as well. I didn't realize. Yeah, coincidence? I think not. That game's really good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the way this game worked, it was a Doom clone. Uh, you played levels inspired by each of the movies. Uh, so uh, not just a shooter. You have mission goals related to the uh, to the films as well. Xenomorphs is two more two uh, D sprites basically look like uh, you know bad guys in Doom Doom one Doom. yeah Doom and it's kind of creepy yeah it is creepy I <laughs> th- th- and I mentioned last week and I was going to bring video of it and forgot but so you can find it real quick but the Doom uh, there was a Doom wad somebody made to be like a full conversion for for aliens yeah um, I'm going to find it real quick it scared the shit out of me I played that at night <laughs> with the lights off my headphones on my wife's upstairs. And Isn't it weird how 2D sprites in a 3D world could actually, you could get so engrossed that it actually can freak you out? It's weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Oh, I found it. Here it is. Doom Mod Madness. Doom oh, Mod this Madness. thing. And it had all the sounds and everything. It was really well done. Um, let's see if I can skip ahead some. I emulated this a little bit on the PlayStation uh, emulation, but I did not play it on the Saturn. I was curious to see how it it differed, but my doom on my Saturn's is pretty serviceable. It, it works pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, look at this. Look at that. That looks They've got some shaders going on too. That looks good. Yeah. It's a cool thing. I mean, it basically it's just a doom mod doom conversion, but it was so well done. It scared the PP out of me. And there were times yeah. when a little, Oh, there's this, this eggs had the eggs. You had to blow them up. There mm-hmm. was times where a little black figure of a, of a xenomorph would like whip past inside of a vent or something. <laughs> and it was legit scary. Like, they knew what they were doing with this mod. Yeah. I was always really impressed with it. Um, 
I can't even. But that's what it. you need in an aliens game. Any of these aliens games, they all pretty much share some the common DNA, like flamethrowers, which we're watching kind of right now. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got to crawl through air ducts. There's always that. There's usually like some kind of pinging radar, which really sucked. By the way, we talked earlier about the Sega Genesis <laughs> Aliens uh, Three, Alien Three. Uh, that's that thing was pointless. Yeah, uh, you didn't you didn't see you didn't you it, they were already the aliens were already in your face by the time the little ping happened. Yep. Um, <laughs> what else? What else do you need for an alien game? You got to have that. You got to have Ripley, of course, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to have Ripley. She's your hero. What else right. are you gonna do there? You know. Yeah. You change you that. Fight a boss queen. Although I did. Uh, by the way, so I'm playing. <laughs> this is I don't know what this says. You know, back in the in the '90s, games with male protagonists totally common. All the time. Right. Everybody. Duke Nukem to whoever. They're all male. And you don't get to change it. It is who it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing Little Mermaid the other day to see if it's something I want to stream or not. <laughs> and guess what? You can be the Little Mermaid or right. you can be your dad. Oh, wow. You could be uh, 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 King the, the who's the who's the king of the sea? King uh, Trident or whatever his name is. King Tritons. <laughs> yeah. You got you could be that guy. So in that one is like, oh, we better let the boys have a choice. Freaking 90s, man. It's yeah. so weird. They, they don't want to play as the Little Mermaid. I would love to play as the Little Mermaid. That's hilarious. Yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of male voices and stuff, uh, the SNES version of Alien 3, you played a little bit of the audio, but did you get to the point where they had Bill Paxton say game over? Oh, I forgot it, to do that. I meant to because it's 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 not even the same movie. It's just like this weird throw-in, right, of a little voice Yeah, it's, it is, it's not from the movie because, you know, the, the game two. over man is in the, uh, in the movie. Bill Paxton does. And there's a different version of it, a little bit different in the video game, the SNES version. It's still Bill Paxton, but he they they recorded it separately because of some kind of uh, copyright issues oh, with the 26th, 20th century. But isn't it weird uh, that they took a, a, a quote from the second film and put it in the third film game? That's weird. It's weird. It's really weird. weird. I wish it sounded like this. Aliens. I wish that was it. <laughs> uh, okay. Another few mentions here. Alien Three, the gun, the gun game, the arcade gun thing. Pick up a gun and shoot yeah. at the screen. Gun, light gun game. That I don't remember that right. being that special. No, is my memory. It's like it looked like all the others, like the Terminator game and all mm-hmm. those. It just looked like that. Uh, then there was the Aliens Thanatos encounter on the Game Boy Color. This was top down again. Mm-hmm. Uh, another clunky kind of shootery thing. You did not like Brian this. Hated it. You did not. I like this hated one. that one. Why did you hate that so bad? It was just impossible to play, yeah. Because, uh, like I said, it was, it was top down, and you're only you're, you're moving. You got eight directions, of course, yeah. And you're moving, but you're very slow and clunky in your movements. And the aliens are hopping around, bouncing around, and every time you shoot, the bullet, which is this little pellet, comes out your gun. Yeah, it's like really frustratingly hard to shoot anything, and some of the. And it's like this huge map area, and it's like protect the area. And you're like, okay. And you're running around, you got to kill like 75 aliens, like the first level. Mm. And you can't find any freaking aliens to shoot. When you finally do, they just run circles around you. It just, it was just so frustrating. The gameplay was just terrible. It was just, ugh. That guy really hauls ass on the, on the diagonal run. I've noticed. Oh, he does. That's, 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 yeah, this is one of those games where the, uh, you know, if you go east, east, west, north, south is slow, but if you go diagonal, 
Look at this. It's this is actually bad. Look, look how slow that is. And that's when they're not moving. Yeah, that looks bad. <laughs> they're just standing there. I didn't play this one this week. I played everything but this. The uh, Of course, the gun arcade game I couldn't play. Yeah, oh, and this, this other one. There's one called Aliens, a comic book adventure for DOS. Yeah, big multimedia Dark Horse deal. Comics. Yeah. Dark Horse Comics did the Aliens uh, comic, and this was a... Uh, a DOS multimedia experience for the kind. I played around with it a little bit. I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, I didn't play this, but I saw like some it. of it. Uh, here, chat. We'll we'll take a look at a little bit of this here. It is um, interesting. It's like it's it's a point and click adventure. Um, yeah, basically. And looks pretty. It looks okay. It looks it's okay. All right. It's a all DOS right. game. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not bad. They had the license then. That's gone back to uh, to Marvel now. By the way, one of my great disappointments of the last year or so was reading the the first run of new alien comics now that marvel has the rights again after buying fox they just aren't they don't lean into the look i i hate to say this these xenomorphs are bloodthirsty bastards they 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 want to jam their third mouth or whatever into your head and blow your and blow your your brain out right? right so that's what they do and they don't do that in this comics because marvel's all disneyed up now and yeah, they can't, they can't do anything gross, which just I don't know. It just it felt like what a waste. Like, why are you even doing this? It makes me worry about Blade and That's, all that, because how are they going to do that stuff? You One know? thing I've always respected about the Alien series is that it is rated R and not because of sexuality or necessarily human on human violence. Right. But just the darkness of the topic it is, you know, it's just, it's life or death. It is very uh, intense and dark. And I've always, pre- it makes me feel like an adult when I'm watching it, right? Yep. Same. I don't feel like I'm watching, you know, there's nothing sugary in, in the Alien series. There's no. nothing sugary about it. No, it's the true form of and, space horror. It's what you want. Yeah. It's what yeah. I want. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I want. So when they get it and they just make it kind of watered down, I was like, Err. and it's weird because yeah. in the same year, I read a Warhammer 40K comic on Marvel that I thought was going to be watered down, and it was not. It was hardcore as hell. So I don't get it. Who's in charge over there at Marvel Comics? You know? uh, who knows anymore? Stan Lee's past. I don't know who's in charge anymore. Well, I, well, the editor's still, uh, I forgot his name. He used to be an artist himself. Right. I uh, can't remember his name. Jim Lee's over DC. I always mix them up. Anyway, uh, then they were as aliens online. Now I inserted this one here because I think it deserves a mention. Uh, this was oh, yeah. a little later, 1998, and aliens online. I tried this back in the day. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. It was an online uh, shooter. You played mostly over your dial-up connection. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you had. Um, and that's how it worked. Anyway, it was head on, head to head uh, stuff, and you could be a marine or you could be a uh, alien, and you quake style shot stuff. That's the era we're talking about as far as graphics, and it's okay. It's, it's not. Great. I'm here to say it's okay. It's okay. I had some fun. It's not nearly as fast as like the Doom because it couldn't be because it was online gaming. I remember playing this a little bit too. It was it was okay. It was okay. For what they were trying to pull off, I think it was all right. Um as yeah. you can see it's a mix of actual 3D environments and 2D uh sprites and stuff which was common yeah. then. Um Quake was the weird one then. I don't think it had any 2D sprites other than textures. No, it was all 3D stuff if yeah. I remember correctly. And it's yeah. also ugly as shit as a result but, but whatever. still but who cares yeah who cares so much it's fun. fine it was so fast and so much fun by the way yeah 
Monkey Bananas in the chat room posted a clip. If you want to see, oh, I didn't do the Barbie colors on that one. I, I was that was a little bit of my gameplay uh, with the uh, with the Game Boy version oh, of Alien it? Three. Oh, see this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that just um, looks that just looks blue. Yeah, I actually went with like an. I think it was something called like an Alien Blue or something. I ended up changing the palette. I thought that was the one with the Barbie palette. Oh, I want to see the Barbie palette in there. Yeah, yeah. I got it's. I think it's. Uh, is is is. I'll I'll send it. I'll send you the information. Hey, monkey bananas, go get the go get the Barbie palette. What are you doing? Go get the Barbie palette, monkey bananas. Yeah. What are you? Clip. What are you doing? He he clipped that yesterday because I did the side probe because there is there's a part where you get a probe and when you're standing uh like north south it looks like you've got a probe when you're standing uh east west it looks like you're. Sh- shooting something out of your crotch. It looks like you're the alien. Oh, geez. That's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. Well, nobody wants that. I <laughs> promise you. Uh, well, that's awesome. It's uh, it's a fun thing to explore, you guys. And by the way, as I mentioned Alien Isolation, it is just as good today as it was when it was released in 2014. Yes. Up okay. till this ta- point in history, Alien 3 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System was the best uh, Aliens franchise game adaptation by far. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stayed that way, in my opinion. Again, not counting AVP and some of those. There's some decent stuff there. But you just count the main line, uh, c- you know, movies about Alien and Aliens and Alien 3. It was the best. Jump forward. Uh, this tops it. 2014's Alien Isolation is amazing. It's Ripley's daughter while Ripley is away for 50 years in cryostasis. So it's a sequel basically to Alien. Um, but not a, so a prequel to aliens, I guess. Right. Um, and I forgot her daughter's name, Aiden or something like that, or I forgot. Should have named him. She had a cool should've name. Should have named him Newt. Ripley Jr. <laughs> Ripley, Rip Jr. Rip Jr. Anyway, she, Rip. that game's still scary as hell. It looks amazing on modern machines. You can play it on game pass for free. It's, uh, I played it on PC. It looked insane on my PC. Good. It's really good, you guys. They should make a sequel to that business. It's an incredible film or game. And then Aliens Fireteam Elite. Uh, when it launched, it didn't get a ton of praise. I think it was a little buggy at launch, but it has shaped right. up very nicely. And so if you're looking for another modern Aliens-based game, it is a good team-based co-op game on Steam and consoles. Um new in the last couple of years and it's legit scary and really fun. And when hordes of these things come at you, it's insane. Uh, it looks great. Like it's a, it's a proper game. It's very good. So I highly recommend that as well. Uh, Brian, I think that's it for aliens. We've done I think it. We did a pretty good job on the alien series. It was, uh, it was, Oh my God. When we first said, it, I was like, Oh yeah. And it was like about three, four alien games. And of course, once I dug deeper, I was like, oh, it's always more. Crap, we, yep. We did it again. There's we some, did it again. There's plenty we didn't mention. You know, I know it's, oh, there yeah. are going to be those Jaguar heads that are going to be mad that we didn't bring those up, but yeah, you'll be fine. You guys calm. Down. I think we stayed pretty much on topic. We said we were going to do uh, the alien games that were based on the alien trilogy, the first three. And I think we did a pretty good job of covering most of those. Yeah, most of them. I agree. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm going to push this button again for the right time. I guess I meant... Did I do this already? Oh, there's destroy the Barbie. There's the Barbie. I did destroy it in the wrong place. It's supposed to be this. You guys know the thing. I screwed up and hit yeah. the wrong one. So now I'll do this one. Destroy it. That's great. First show of the year, I mix up my clips. That's fantastic. 
Hey, Brian, let's talk about uh, these uh, this here uh, contest we give each other each week. We call it Guess My Game. We play a little audio from an old game, and we try to guess each other's selection. I'm going to start this week with one for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Oh, the NES, yes. Yep. And here are your hints. Uh, scroll up. There we go. 1994 is the year. Okay, 1994. All right, I'm 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 in the frame of mind. It's kind of late for the NES, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, this has yeah. been tail end because '94. Geez, you were you were a year and a half away from Japanese mm-hmm. release of this freaking PlayStation. Yeah, so it's wow. a little late for the NES. NES still made a lot of stuff though during the height of the they SNES, did. which is a little bit weird. But anyway, this was 1994, published by Taito. 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 You say. Here is your clip. Very happy. That first part should have given it away, but it, it's not. Really? It's I don't, that weird, didn't sound familiar at all. Will, okay. It's a weird, weird version of the theme. Okay, the other hand I'll give you is the sound. Sounds Mario ish. Is it Mario ish? Nope. Well, it's a, yeah, side scrolling, scrolling uh, platformer, sure. Yeah. Right. So Mario ish. Uh, it's based on a popular uh, IP, I guess. To call it that. Old, let's say it this way. It's it's based on a very popular old intellectual property. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, even even then, property. even then, by those standards, it was very old. Really? So not Popeye? Not Popeye. <laughs> you're in the. You're too far back. <laughs> too far back. Yeah, but okay. if you jump, but not that. But you're not too too far back. You're getting right. Well, they didn't have any Disney connections at this point. I don't think so. Or did they? Chat room thinks it's uh, Choplifter. Choplifter. Yeah, they're wrong. They're wrong about that. Um, old, but not as old as Popeye. Intellectual property sounds cutesy pootsy. Uh huh. I'll give you. You know what? Wow. I want you to hear this beginning again, and it will. I think it'll give okay. it away this time. Listen again. Okay. Oh my God! How come I didn't recognize the first? Oh my God, that's destroyed. Yeah, I only caught a few notes of that, uh, but I'd like to name that tune in four notes. Yeah, that sounds like the Flintstones. It is the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. We're wow. a stupid game I did not even hear that the first yeah. time. It's a bad. Uh, it's not a very good game, but I remember playing it back then and thinking it was okay. It's all right. I played it again. Right. That was audio of me playing. It's okay. Wow. It's all right. But I, I wonder, yeah. well, the full title, by the way, The Flintstones 2. Is, uh, is the that su- based on the movie? For no, about no, that no. Time? It's all, it's super cartoony. It might be why yeah. they did it then. Right. I, I don't know, but it's based on the cartoon. Uh, Flintstones 2, The Surprise at Dinosaur Peak. It's the full <laughs> title. <laughs> yeah. This, I don't think I like that title. I don't either. The surprise at Dinosaur Peak. Yeah. Hey, how you doing up here on the Dinosaur? Ooh, hey, you like that, do you? Yeah, you like this surprise? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it either, but there it is. Don't Brian, like it. Uh, yours is also, congratulations, well done. Yours is also an yes, NES yes. game. What year are we looking at here? Uh, we're looking at NES, NES, but a little bit, a few years earlier. This is the 1990 uh NES uh, game, and I'm trying to remember what I picked. Oh, I know what I picked now. I know what I picked. Okay. You sure it wasn't? Aliens. All right, here we go. And, uh, no, there's not aliens in this. Well, I guess there could be aliens. There could be? It. Oh, no, interesting. So. I'll take that as a hint. Here we go. Uh, hello? Pick up your phone. Hello, pick up your phone, Zelda. What is going on here? 
Is that actually a phone? This was. Yeah, yeah. This is a few. This is one of those few things. Those titles that was never released in Japan, only in North America and Europe. Okay. Take that, Japan. What an odd turn. Okay, give me genre or something here. Uh, it is an action adventure game. So action it's it's kind of like uh next week's topic, but not. Don't don't get too hung up on that. Okay. Uh, is it based on a popular uh a popular no. IP? No. No. Uh, did they make sequels? Um, yes, they did indeed. Both developed and published by Nintendo, by the way. Developed by. Yeah, developed and published. Uh, so so developed. In Japan, but only published elsewhere. Weird. It's not a Kirby game, right? No, it is top down though, like a, like original Zelda. Oh, it is top down. Yeah, it's got dungeons. Oh my gosh, I have no freaking idea. Um, yeah. uh, give me. Is there any other hints? Uh, Mike Jones, having received a letter from his uncle Steve, inviting him to come and visit his lab, arrives. On Sea Island, after meeting with the chief of the nearby village of Coracola, he finds his uncle has been kidnapped. And after receiving the island yo-yo, sets out to rescue him. The island yo-yo? Yes. Well, like the mayor gives you the key to the city, but in this case, it's That's the right. island yo-yo. The island's yo-yo. That's stupid. <laughs> um, I have no idea, dude. This is completely this foreign is to me. Star. Tropics. Oh, Star Tropics! Frick. Yes! A, a game that we're definitely going to do uh, probably in 2023. I, 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 We got to cover the Star Tropics eventually. Oh. We can't do it anytime soon, though, because we're about to do something similar. So Yeah, the thing we're about to do is going to kind of set that bill. But yeah, that, I, yeah. Star, I never played it, but it was it was infamous even then. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah. you got to play this game, you got to play this game. And then it was so kind of rare and, you know, like you said, it was only here that got published. It's weird it was Japanese yeah. developed, but now it's all coming. Now it's all coming to me. Now it's coming back. <sighs> what a load. But yeah, I would have, yeah, the yo yo thing was definitely something that stuck with me. I was like, a, a, a what now? A yo yo? I was like, okay. Brian wins Fine, this week. That's what's happened here. He's Just won. barely. Nicely done, though. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Got it in the chat. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, so it's time to go, sir. Oh, we got smart people in the chat is what you're saying. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, that uh, little zinger there means that it's time for emails. Playretroshow at gmail.com. Please use it. We'd love to read your email. Like this one from Will. It says, hello, Scott and Brian. Happy New Year. I was listening to your gauntlet episode. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And it got me. Scott needs to release gas badly. (laughs) I have the worst. I I horked a Coke before the show, and I've been holding it all the time. Anyway. Coke Zero. Uh, got me thinking about a game I spent a year of high school in the mid, mid to late 90s playing on my friend's laptop during the free time in the library. It was a gauntlet-like uh, game that had four players in the same laptop, uh, at least the way I remember it. After a lot of Googling, I'm 90% sure it was Gladiator, but wondering if either of you have played this game. Love the show and all that you guys do. All the best for the new year. Will. Well, thank you, Will. You, you as well. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what that is. Gladiator. I'm looking. I'm looking now. It doesn't sound familiar off the top of my head, but it doesn't mean they haven't played it. So known as uh, as arcade game. He said, "Nope, it's on his friend's laptop." Oh, 
Let, uh, in, in free time in the school. Let's see. Top 12. Nope. Gladiator. Nope. I thought he said, okay, let's do this. Gladiator. Taito Corporation. Is this laptop. it? Oh, this might be it. Uh, no, because there's no four people. That's one person. Four player. Okay. Well, there's a game on uh, archive.org, but I don't think that's it. Let's see. Gladiators. Force the game four player gladiator co op by Beta Dwarf, maybe? Ooh, that GM, might be it. Let's see. Arcade. Now, this is an arcade game, 2003 no, from IGS. Unless they made it. Well, I mean, version. it doesn't necessarily mean they weren't emulating it because it's still four player. I mean, yeah. they still could play it on their laptop. Well, now I need to know I need to know an answer to this. So, anyone out there want to sleuth this out and tell us what that game is? Uh, that would be great. He thinks it's called Gladiator. I'm not sure about that part, but. Uh, Four player co op got gauntlet like on on a notebook PC in the nineties, hmm. uh, high school, where I'm sure he had a part right in the middle of his hair. That's what they did back yeah. then. And those what are those huge pants called? The the big dumb pants. What were those called? Ah, uh, the big dumb pants you would wear back then that the, were as as wide panted at the top as they were at the bottom. Yeah, the kinkos or kinos or chinos. What were they called? Chinko. Jinko is that uh, yeah Jinko yeah, those, oh, those were why why what did that whole generation what were you doing for real hey man what, to this day those were some hey look those were comfy pants no they weren't <laughs> they, you couldn't even get in a damn elevator with those freaking things on I, I'm you not even get an elevator I, I'm just saying if they were so great people would still be wearing that shit and they don't <laughs> none of those 90s kids are walking around in Jinkos anymore or whatever it's called however you say it they were gnarly, dude. I hated those things. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's a text also. We got a text from a listener. Uh, let's see. This is from, who is this from? Sorry. This is from TinyBot. Oh, TinyBot. Yep. 801-471-0462 or 801-410-HAMS. Wait, no, that's not right. That's not right. Hold on. I want to give you that. I, fi- I sussed this out the other day. <laughs> it's super dumb, but I figured out a better uh, spelled out thing for a phone number. Hold on. It is <laughs> okay. It uh, let's see. Where's my template? It is. Here's my oh boy. no, it's, it is okay. Eight oh one is ten hams. So, is ten hams? Yeah. So T E N or T I N one zero. So okay. is is and hams are the only thing you spell out. So you go eight oh one is ten or one zero and then hams. Or if it's easier to remember, 801-471-0462. Just do that. Just remember the dang number. Yeah, do that. By the way, I posted a video I think is the gladiator uh, that he is is talking about. What? Next to the email. Where? It's next to the email? In the show notes. see this. Yeah, next to the email. Oh, let's take a look. I think that's it. Okay. He won't be able to see this to verify it. Oh, welcome, gladiator. Uh, Trained team. Ooh, look at all this business. This is very dossy. Wow. Let's get a little audio to see if, because he'll hear it. Um, there is no audio. Hold on. Uh, very little. Okay. So you go out. And... <laughs> I'll bet. Oh, he'll recognize that. If this, yeah. If he's if this hearing it, he'll this, recognize if that. he's hearing this, he's stoked right now. Yeah. Because the nostalgia is flowing through him like blood. Yeah. Oh, listen to the, they made up that sound for throwing, a, uh, throwing oh. the thing with his own voice. There goes. <laughs> okay. That's great. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Nicely, nicely done, Brian Dunaway. We did it. We, we did found it. it. We did it. All right. Here's what that text said from eight zero one four seven one zero four six two and Tiny Bot. Tiny Bot says, "Hey, you weirdos! Thanks, Hi. man. 
Ever wonder what happens when you drop your beloved Game Boy Advance SP into a bowl of hot soup while playing Super oh. Mario Advance 4? I do. God, no. Don't do it. It feels really bad, says TinyBot. Oh, no. That sounds terrible. But we got to know. Were you able to save it? I, yeah. I mean, did it ever it. get back? He didn't say. I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what would be even worse, though? I Even if you did save it, it would smell like soup forever. Every time you'd pick it up, it'd be like, yeah, right? Soup. Stinky f- soup SP. S stands for oh. soup. Yeah. Uh, Soupy. <laughs> SP stands for soup. Game Boy Advance soup. <laughs> he didn't say if it was back in the day or if he's got like a, hey. a, a you know, a good version of an SP now. That for, sale, for sale on eBay. Game Boy Advance S-O-U-P. Yeah, S-O-U-P. <laughs> has, has been in soup. Right. Be forewarned. Upper, uppercase S, lowercase O U, uppercase P. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel for you, dude. That sucks. My SP, be a typo. my SP is safe and on a shelf right over there. Yeah. I love that thing. But I'm probably never going to play it again. I just love it. Yeah. I'll emulate it and I'll, you know, I have some carts for it and stuff, but I'm fine. I, I'll, I'll just have it's, it there. It's, it's fine. It's a relic that will not be in soup ever. <laughs> Thank you for that email and that text. If you'd like to email us, playretroshow at gmail.com. And again, text come to us at 801-471-0462. Our next episode, which I'm very excited about, is uh, the four times Sega tried to take on Zelda and almost did it. They almost pulled it off. The console wars are back. Yep, they're back, baby. So we're going to talk about a whole bunch of those. How about Govelius or uh, the Valley of Doom or Golden Axe Warrior or Crusade Ooh, of Senti? I've been playing Crusader rather. Crusader of Senti might be the one that it's came the pretty closest. Good. It's pretty good. It's pretty uh, of good. course, Beyond Oasis, another one from '95. We're going to talk about those those efforts and why they never could quite topple the juggernaut that was the Legend of Zelda series. Um, but Sega tried; they really did. And I think, honestly, in the in the case of Crusader of Senti, they actually gave Sega only players a taste of it. I really think they did. Anyway, uh, that and more next week here on Play Retro. Uh, Brian, I think that's all we've got. Oh, a quick note: we got two brand new patrons. I want to thank. I want to thank Toin E Toin, Toin Toin E Toin, uh, and somebody named Scott. Not me, different Scott. Uh, they both joined us uh, here recently, and we really thank them for that. It's a brand new month and a brand new year. Please sign up today. And support your favorite retro gaming podcast at patreon.com slash play retro. That is absolutely us. Monthly benefits, pre-show content every week, and no commercials ever. That's right. Head on over to patreon.com slash play retro today. I think that's it. Is there anything you'd like to add to the pile? (laughs) Hey, you should join me uh, weeknights at 6 p.m. except for Tuesday nights when we do this play retro show. Eastern time. I play these games we play in, uh, and I'm going to do it more this week, and I'm going to do some 3D prints, hopefully, of uh, at least one of these. Maybe a Golden Axe Warrior, or maybe a Crusader of Senti. I haven't decided what yet. Maybe a Beyond Oasis print, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to do Senti, I think. I think I'm going to play. I, I think know you should. What, do you, it, what should I print? What we'll to talk uh, about it. Print um, Little Tiny Shark. Little tiny. I actually printed a whole bunch of xenomorphs. I didn't show you that, that I printed this. Week, oh, that's you know, cool. The, uh, well, if you're going to do it day. based on games we're playing, um, yeah. The little dude from Beyond Oasis. Do that. Yeah, there you go. I think there's probably somebody I can probably print. I don't see anything yeah. of he, Crusaders of Sinti, but I'm pretty excited about that. But I think Beyond Oasis has probably got some pretty good 
3D prints. Yeah, and, and a quick note, if you own a copy, an actual cartridge copy, even if it's unpackaged, of Crusader of Senti, that thing's worth like $2,000. It's very it's crazy. Rare. Yeah, one of the most rare cartridge, carts ever. Uh, and unfortunately, that's stupid. It shouldn't have been that way. Sega screwed that up. They effed up. Yeah. Anyway, that's way it. Way to go. Thank you all very much. Go play something retro. And we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. This nightmare will never end. Stay wins. <laughs> <laughs>